2: Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my preview of Fulham's match against Burnley. My five keys to victory for Fulham in this match. I'll be going through that in just a few minutes. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Before we get going, I do want to mention that it's actually a big deal happening tomorrow in this match. Rebecca Welch, will become the first woman to referee a Premier League match. Best of luck to her, and I hope she has a good match. She is well qualified to referee a Premier League match, and I hope she does a great job, and we see more and more women refereeing Premier League matches. This is just the beginning. So congratulations to her. Okay, let's get going. Before we talk about this match, I do want to talk a little bit about the Foam Supporters Trust notes from their December meeting with Foam Football Club. And uh, if you're on social media, you've seen a lot of talk about this, a lot of information out there. What I'm going to share here and talk about is the ticket pricing situation, the sale of tickets. So I would highly recommend you going to the Foam Supporters Trust website and checking out the notes from this meeting. I am going to read a portion of it the response from phone football club and then I'm going to have my comments on it and I'm actually have some really strong feelings on this so here is the club response in response Alistair McIntosh questioned whether the trust was representative of the wider fan base on pricing the club had received many expressions of support about its pricing approach they had sold more season tickets than targeted this season and higher price gains were selling out quickly and probably could be priced higher and still sell out. Alistair McIntosh said the club's policy was to provide reasonable pricing for many season tickets coupled with dynamic stretch pricing based on supply and demand for one-off tickets, with some advantage in terms of price and priority for members unable to purchase season tickets. The club had also sold tickets for some bigger games, example, Chelsea at a lower match day categorization than last season. And he wondered whether this was understood by the trust and supporters. Alistair McIntosh added that open letters and protests were not helpful as the club was reliant on the support of the owners to improve facilities and maintain the team's competitiveness. I'm going to stop right there. So Alistair McIntosh is basically in charge, the CEO of Fulham Football Club, but gets his, in my opinion, marching orders from the cons. So he is doing what the cons want him to do. He is basically representing them and their plan, he executes it. So this is coming from the cons. We can blame Alistair McIntosh for several things, but you know what? It still starts at the top. It starts with the cons. So for me, that part of talking about open letters and protests were not helpful as a club was reliant on the support of the owners to improve facilities and maintain the team's competitiveness tells me a couple things. First of all, that actually irritated me beyond belief because the supporters are the lifeblood of, of this team, and they have a right to share how they're feeling about ticket pricing. So are you telling me a protest could jeopardize how Fulham are going to be competitive moving forward? I think that is just ridiculous, and I feel it as a threat, a threat to the fans. Don't be protesting or we're not going to have a competitive team. We're not going to maintain and build the facilities the way that we want them to because you are protesting. So for me, that to me was just ridiculous, and I feel a threat to not protest anymore because it's not helpful, according to Alistair McIntosh. Maybe the cons won't put in as much money. I think that's a load of crap, and they should be called out for that. It's one of the reasons why I have come out very strongly and feeling that at this point, I really want the cons to sell Fulham football club. I want an owner that's going to put Fulham first. And for me, what's going on with Fulham right now is they are being run by ownership that are running it like an NFL franchise. They have one in the Jaguars. I'm used to this from the New England Patriots. They can get the ticket pricing, whatever they want. They know they're going to sell the tickets. They don't care who they sell it to. They absolutely don't. They just want the money. I'm used to that with the New England Patriots, like I just said, other NFL teams. This is what they do. This is an NFL model of ticket pricing, in my opinion. And they've basically have brought it to Form football club. And for them, they don't care who buys the tickets because they know people are going to buy it. So they're going to price it whatever they want because they can. It's simply they can They know they're going to get it. They don't care who shows up. They don't care that they might be affecting future generations of foam supporters by doing this. In my opinion, that's what this is telling me. And the response from Alistair McIntosh, basically saying that the protests are not helping, it could actually, if I'm intimating what he means by this, that it might affect how the owners look at supporting the team's competitiveness And the facilities, are you kidding me with that crap? So I'll say it one more time. I want the cons to sell Foam Football Club. This actually just even more just gets me to just put it out there. Now, I'm here in America. I'm not there at Craven College, but I feel for all the Foam supporters that are going to Craven College that are putting up with this pricing and the ones that can't afford it. It's just unfair. I could also mention that a few years ago, they jacked up the pricing for the international streams. A huge amount. They don't care. Now, they know that we're going to pay it. I'm going to pay for other things with Form Football Club because I'm a fan. I pay $5 a month for access to videos. Whoop-de-doo, but I pay it because I want to see the videos. They know... That we're going to do it. So they don't care. They care about the bottom line and they know that they can get the money and they are going to continue jacking up pricing. The better Fulham do next year and the year after, the prices are going to continue to go up. Now, the flip side is what happens when Fulham get relegated. We are a smaller club and this could very easily happen. So they're going to have to adjust it. They've had to adjust it before, but they are not looking at it that way. They're just looking at it, it going up and up and up. Eventually, let's be honest, it's going to go down. And the one thing that's really just screams out to me, and I saw this from Scott Tanfield on, on Twitter, so I'm basically paraphrasing. Fulham are not a, a family club anymore. It's a corporation. End of story, and those are my thoughts on the notes from the uh, Fulham Supporters Trust meeting with Fulham Football Club for December. Just disgusting, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, let's get to talking about this upcoming match, which I'm feeling pretty good about, but I'm also wary of Burnley, I'm not going to lie. It's a Premier League match. Anything can happen, so we have to... Really, just give them the respect that they deserve. I'm giving Burnley a lot of respect. This is not going to be an easy match. But it's a match Fulham should win. But that leads me to my number five. Treat Burnley like they are Liverpool. And I have a feeling that Marco will instill this in his players. He needs to treat them like they're Liverpool. I think he's already doing that. But the players need to go out with the mentality. Not that. We can just beat this team because they're Burnley. We can beat this team because we're the better team, but we have to play well to beat them. Treat them like they're Liverpool, like they're Man City. And I think if you have that mentality, you have a very good chance of getting all three points. Do not treat them like you should be beating them because when you do that, you are basically not respecting your opponent. Respect Burnley. They deserve to be in the Premier League. Give them the respect they deserve and treat them like they're Liverpool. That's what I would do. That's why that's my number five key to victory is to give them the respect that they deserve. Number four, and this is a big one Fulham need a fast start. They need an absolutely fast start. They need to press this team. They need to play on the front foot from the get go. They cannot be taking this team lightly at all, as I mentioned in my number five. Take it to them from the beginning. Like I said, press them, get the ball, move the ball quickly, get that early goal. One of the common theme that we saw in those two 5-0 victories is that Fulham did not really start great. It took them a while to get going. I think if you do that against Burnley, you're just asking for trouble. You need to start really fast and get that early goal because we've seen with Fulham that once they get the early goal, they settle down and then they just take off from there. They need to start faster than they have in the last few matches when they had these convincing five nil victories. Start fast, please. Number three, I think you're going to see the return of Tom Kearney and he needs to pull the strings from central midfield. That's why that's my number three. And to be honest with you, Burnley's, Midfield is pretty good, but I think Fulham are at their best during this run of success. When Tom Kearney is just facilitating and I expect them to do that in this match, Paulina will be your defensive midfielder. And then you have Kearney just playing that role of just moving the ball around. He is going to be vital in this match. If he's pulling the strings, Fulham are going to win this match. That's why that's my number three. Number two, and this is a common theme in these shows, Full need to limit the mistakes from the back four, especially the two center backs, who I think have been playing very well together. I expect it to be Bassi and Tosin, but if for some reason it's a version of Bassey, Tosin, and Diop, two out of the three, they still need to not make any mistakes. And, but that includes Your fullbacks as well. Anthony Robinson has been playing out of his mind lately, except he still has that ability to make that mistake. He's got to limit those mistakes. And whether it's Castagna or Tete, same thing. No mistakes. Don't give this team a lifeline. That is a fear of mine. Do not let this team feel that they can win this match. Do your job. Do not make any mistakes. And let your play do the speaking. Coming up next is my number one key to victory for Foam, my starting 11, what I think Marco is going to do, and my prediction for the match.
0: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever
2: comes first.
1: ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home-ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, my number one key to victory is this. Get Rodrigo Muniz involved early and often. Former going to be without Raul Jimenez, and I believe it will be Muniz. I will also say if it's not Muniz and it's Carlos Vinicius, the same thing applies, but I'm going with the idea that it's going to be Muniz. So I think it's important to really just get the ball to him as much as possible, get him involved, and let him feel a part of this match because I think everything will flow from that point on. It's not going to look the same without Jimenez. I think Fulham have finally figured out how to play with him. Well, now you're kind of going back to playing a little bit like you did with Alexander Mitrovic. So I think it's vital to get Muniz involved. And I just want to say that Rodrigo Muniz was involved in – the first goal for Fulham against Everton without his holdup play. Fulham don't get that opening goal and nothing happens after that. Get him involved early and often. And I think you will reap the rewards of that. Okay. So now let's go to my starting 11. This is what I'm going for in this match. I'm going with Leno, Castagna, Robinson, Bassi, Tosin, I will go in the middle with Paulina, Kearney, Pereira. On the left, William. On the right, Awobi. And up top, Rodrigo Muniz. I think that's good enough to win. To be honest with you, I actually think that's what Marco's going to do. The only thing that I think he might change potentially might be Kenny Tete for Castagna. But I think that's what he's going to go with. Let's see if I'm right. Or if William's not ready to go, then that changes things up. Maybe you see. Harry Wilson play and will we change sides that could happen as well. But I think you might see the lineup that I am basically predicting for the starting 11. Okay. To end the show, I'm going to give you my prediction for the match. And I am feeling pretty confident about this, but I do respect the opponent. I absolutely do. I respect Vincent company. And I just want to say this to any Burnley supporter that is listening. Please get behind him. Do not let your side sack this manager. Give him a chance. We did it with Slavisa. I think it was a mistake. Please back your manager, Vincent Company. Do not sack him at all this season. Get behind him. Even if you go down, come back up with him. I think he is a manager that you will, again, be happy that you kept. So that's my thoughts on that. But my prediction for the match is this. I do think Fulham are going to win. I think it's going to be a harder match than many might think. But I'm going with a 3-1 to Fulham victory. That's going to be my prediction. I think they're going to give up a goal, but I think Fulham are going to score some goals. Even with Rolo Jimenez out. So 3-1 to is my prediction. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of College Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other form supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always for watching and listening to College Talk, part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougall share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.